I'm speaking with Gary Zimmerman, KVMR's resident economist. And Gary, the news has been so occupied by Trump and the impeachment and all those things. There's been scarcely a mention of the economy in the last few weeks. But uh, that's what we're here to talk about. So uh, let's start off with this. Uh, Gary, uh, this is the season when private forecasters and public agencies release their forecast for the year, 2021. So even with everything else going on today, I'd like for you to talk about the outlook for the U.S. economy from that perspective uh, for the next year. Okay, well, Paul, thank you for inviting me back in 2021. Uh, well, obviously, making or giving economic forecasts are a challenge, and I, I think I've given about a, a thousand in my years as an economist. So, uh, let me let me think about how Mark Twain once put it, which is prediction is difficult, especially when it involves the future. So, uh, there there's some risks here in the forecasting business, and. Uh, Adding greatly to those risks today or with either predicting or forecasting the course of the economy in 2021 or the risks associated with COVID-19 resurging in recent months uh, through our population, that's likely to affect our economy, which means our jobs, our businesses, our income, our spending. Um, you know, and that's happening when we haven't fully or nearly recovered from the deep and severe early 2020 COVID-19 recession. So, you know, and then in the past week, um, as you've just mentioned, you know, forecasters might even need to consider um, incorporating some political instability effects or shocks into their uh, forecasts and for financial markets and the economy. Um, that, this is too recent to be incorporated in most of the new 2021 forecasts that have been released in the last few weeks. Uh, and it probably could lower some forecasts. So forecasting is a challenge today, but you know there are some forecasts that I can talk about. Well, before we get into details of various forecasts or predictions for this year, what is the big picture you're seeing in the recent economic uh, forecasts? Well, the big picture is the economy should continue to expand in 2021. Uh, you know, still we're looking at some recent major economic indicators, made mainly labor market data that give a real good read on recent economic conditions and the direction of the economy. You know, and in the fourth quarter, those labor market, particularly in December, those labor market numbers have been weaker and, and definitely showing some signs of deterioration. So we've got a new claims for unemployment insurance went over 800,000 last week. Uh, the economy lost uh, 144,000 payroll jobs in December, so there's clearly some recent deterioration, and that that figure, those figures tell me the economy is slowing after the partial rebound from the, the 2020 recession. Well, quick question, Gary: Are these forecasts available to the public? Yes, they are, and they're all from you know reputable, publicly available economic forecasts that are uh, reported in the news recently. So you can find them online or, or in the news. Um, I've looked at several of them to get a sense of where the economy is headed in 2021. They come from a variety of sources, some from the U.S. government, like the Congressional Budget Office. Uh, another important one from the Federal Reserve. There's the National Association of Business Economists uh, or Economics Forecast Group. I've belonged to in the past. Uh, the conference board uh, research group uh, publishes a number of in indicators and forecasts. Um, international organizations like the Organization for Economic uh, Development Cooperation, um, OECD. Uh, and then you've got the private sector forecasts that are all regularly, and all of them regularly release uh, at least annual forecasts, in some cases quarterly forecasts for the, for the year ahead. 
Okay, Gary, that, that brings us to another question about these forecasts. Are there big differences between the corporate and private sector forecast for the U.S. economy in 2021 and the government or Fed forecast for 2021? <laughs> well, Paul, you've been doing your homework. Great question. Um, and it is something that I always look at and consider when I'm trying to get a consensus or looking at a group of forecasts for the coming year. And, you know, we want to consider things that might account for differences in those forecasts as well. And there are a number of factors one has to consider when, you know, think, looking at differences between forecasts, you know, sometimes it's different assumptions about the economy, different sectors of the economy could grow faster or slower. Sometimes it's differences in timing, a, a new forecast is probably better than an older one. Um, and then you could have new information or shocks to the economy in some forecasts that may not be included in earlier ones. So, you know, today that might be the risks associated with the recent spread of COVID and the political risks. And on the positive side, you know, the impacts of in the, in the last few weeks, vaccines, um, you know, that could help the economy and, and growth going forward. So in general, I'd say some of the well-known private sector economic forecasts are more optimistic about the 2021 economic growth, uh, showing noticeably faster growth in real or in inflation-adjusted gross domestic product or GDP. That's the total output that'll be produced over the year. And, and that's, that's important. It's important to notice that. How about some of the private sector forecasts that you have been looking at? I, I'm looking at two of them that have been reported in the news very recently. Uh, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs, for example, their recent 2020 economic forecasts are estimating economic growth, um, you know, around 6%. And that's well above the long run growth rate for the economy today. That's probably closer to 2%. Um, most other forecasts and, and the consensus that Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley note are, are closer to 4% or in the 4% range. So you know, Goldman Sachs is noticing that they're expecting a sizable economic stimulus package that will help. Um, Morgan Stanley notes, you know, strength in consumer spending, boosting growth. And that's, again, you know, would be a, another factor related to the, the stimulus package as well. So, you know, and consumer spending, remember, accounts for about 70% of GDP spending. So you can see why more optimistic consumer spending um, should boost GDP growth for the year. So these stimulus checks that are um, coming out or have come out and um, possibly are going to continue, that's money that mostly goes directly back into the economy. Yes, if it's designed well, it will get going back into the economy quickly um, and, and boost spending. And, and we saw it made a big difference uh, in 2020 in helping boost spending. Also, for some people, it, it boosts savings, but, uh, but overall, it helped, helped get the economy going again. So for comparison purposes, again, how fast do most economists think the economy will grow in a year under normal conditions? 2% growth would be the generally close to 2% growth would be the long run average growth. Um, the Fed, I think, is at about 1.8% is the Fed policymakers uh, expectation for that figure. Um, so for perspective growth, you know, 4% GDP growth, uh, that's kind of the general consensus forecast today is still rapid growth for the U.S. economy, about twice the expected long run growth rate. And, you know, 4% is fast, but, you know, we might expect that relatively rapid growth as the economy rebounds from the short and, and very deep 
2020 recession. Um, but still, the big question for all these forecasts is how much damage are we getting from the recent spreading of the pandemic uh, today? Uh, Gary, uh, the Federal Reserve policymakers met last month. Uh, did the policymakers project another recession in 2021 or um, are they expecting slow growth or a continued rebound for the 2021 economy? Paul, the, the Fed policymakers uh, projections from, from mid-December show that, you know, the economy, they're expecting the economy to have shrunk about 2.4% in 2020. For 2021, they're projecting fairly optimistic growth, 4.2%. So that's pretty fast uh, as they see the economy rebounding from the 2020 recession. And they see 3.2%, which is again fast in 2022. Um, with that faster GDP growth, they're expecting the unemployment rate to continue falling. Um, six point, it ended the year 2020 at 6.7%. They're expecting about 5% the end of 2021, 4.2%, which is getting pretty close to their f- full employment rate at, uh, at the end of 2022. Uh, they see inflation rising from 1.2% in 2020 to 1.8% in 2021, 1.9% in 2022, still below the Fed's you know, 2% inflation goal. Um, and so you know, they're not seeing any increase in their short-term target Fed funds rate, at least through 2023. So it's a, it's a pretty good outlook. Gary, do you think these forecasts are reasonable um, that have been proposed? Yes, Paul, I do think they're reasonable. Obviously, there are some differences, and that reflects the many and, and large and uncertain risks that the economy faces today. You know, it's, you're, obviously, there are you know, some critical parts to all of these forecasts, what happens with COVID-19, the pandemic, how it impacts the economy, whether there's a, a COVID stimulus or relief package that uh, helps workers and businesses in the economy. But yeah, it, it does you know, it looks like the these forecasts are telling us that there'll be a relatively strong year for the economy in 2021. And, and we need that given the, the 2020 COVID recession, the weak labor markets, the high level of unemployment. So, you know, so it's a, it's a pretty good forecast considering where we've been. And it's important that, you know, that we get close to it um, for the recovery. Thank you very much, Gary. I'm looking forward to our next chat in a couple of weeks. Okay. Thank you, Paul. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance. (music) 